All right, everybody, welcome to the VC Podcast. This is episode number 93, and I am your host for today, Andrew, and joined on Zoom as we record today by Jonas Larkin and Crystal Townsend. How are you all doing? Excellent. I'm doing really well. All right. It's good that I shared your last name so that everybody's clear <laughs> on which Jonas and Crystal we're talking about. Just wanted to get that out of the way. So I think we're all doing okay, though, and we are going to do the best we can today without our regular host for these podcasts, Zach, as he uh, continues to uh, recover from COVID and look forward to having him back in this seat next week. But like I said, we'll, we'll persevere, we'll press on, uh, we'll see what we can do today and go ahead and jump in. And so last week, we talked about on Sunday morning, our title was An Unthinkable Guest, the sermons both at South Wilson and Springfield Road, dove into the story in Luke chapter seven. And so let's kind of go to that discussion question that we've got as we reflect on that sermon and look at what do you find most surprising as you read this story from Luke 7, 36 through 50? And then why is that what kind of jumps out at you? Why does that surprise you? I think for me, um, I'm sitting here looking at it, kind of looking at the notes that I had made. Uh, just the last statement in verse 50, where, you know, he's already said he, he's forgiven this woman. Um, you know, the people are amazed that this Jesus, you know, says he has the ability to forgive sins. But uh, verse 50 says, and he being Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Um, and, I th- you know, we can just read that and kind of gloss over it. But I think it's it's shocking and almost scandalous that um this woman who's, whose sins were many. And so we talked about on Sunday, it's, it's not that, you know, Jesus didn't overlook her sins or sweep them under the rug. Like they, they were significant. They were many. And, um, and yet still he says, you're forgiven, go in peace. Uh, in that moment, she's released from the guilt and the shame and uh, the condemnation of, who knows how long of a life just given over to, to sin. And, and Jesus just offers that instant freedom, instant peace. I just, it is shocking really. Uh, cause I, cause I think, you know, we're, we, uh, even when we know we're forgiven, we still can, can kind of tend towards sort of, uh, I don't know, just kind of soaking in, in that guilt and shame that, that lingers and remains. And, and Jesus says, no, you go in peace. Yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, pretty startling or surprising really. Yeah. Just the, the grace that, that Jesus offers to the woman there. And when we realize that that's the grace that he offers to us as well. And even I think, as I was thinking about what's surprising reading through the story, I think it could have been easy to, I mean, it could have been easy also to get maybe frustrated with Simon as he's questioning as well. But I mean, the way that Jesus in- interacts with him to kind of leading him through that thought process, maybe to, you know, hopefully to a new way of 
of thinking about this woman who has come to him and maybe a new way of thinking about his own sin, I think is a, a fresh perspective, maybe a surprising look as well. Mm-hmm. Thoughts there, Crystal? Yeah, I agree with both of you. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel like as I'm reading through it and I'm watching Simon ask these questions and be like, why, what's like, what's going on? Like he's surprised and confused. And I kind of think to myself, where would, where would I be? And I kind of feel like I would end up being one of the ones that would be right along Simon asking the questions like what's going on. Also, I just no, realized no one can see my wonderful hand motions and exciting things that I'm doing. So I'll stop. But yeah, I would be, I think that's surprising to me because I never really put myself in that position, but reading through it again now, I'm like, you know, in honesty, I would probably be that person. And so it's a good push for me to be like, oh, wait, heart check. So. Yeah, very good. Ah. Good stuff. Yeah. There's kind of a lot of, I guess, as we're going through this series on mic drop moments. Yeah. Really kind of surprises are a lot of what we see. We had a lot of surprises this past Sunday, even in general. And so it was a good time. Yes, we did. Unfor- yeah. Unfortunately, we had some staff that were out with COVID and that kind of caused some last minute shuffling. I wound up leading worship over at South Wilson. Uh, enjoyed getting to have that opportunity, uh, but was a little rusty, I think. But we we made it made it work. We got a great team over there, as we do at Springfield Road. Who kind of they jumped in, they made it easy on me. Even even Jonas jumping in to play drums at the last second before he preached, and so lots of surprises. You never know you what's going to happen. Yeah. You got to do what you do. Got to do. Yep. You've got to do what you've got to do. I'll get it right. That's to, uh, to keep the thing on the rails. So <laughs> that's right. Just keep, we'll keep moving forward. And so in that spirit, this coming Sunday in our mic drop series, the message title is twofer T W O F E R twofer and Luke <laughs> chapter eight verses 40 through 56. That's where we're going to be focusing in on this Sunday morning. And so if you want to go ahead and read over that ahead of time and be preparing for that. That's where we'll be. And we look forward to that on Sunday at nine and 1030 at Springfield road. And then at 1030 at South Wilson and all of those services as always will be streamed on our website, our YouTube channel. You can find all those on the media page at vcbc.org. And vcbc.org is also where you can find all the announcements about everything that's going on here at Valley Creek. And that's what we're going to get into a little bit next. So let's going to go ahead and jump in there. Lottie Moon offering update. That's the first one I've got on my list. And this one is a great opportunity for us to, to celebrate because we've shared over the past really six weeks now or more, starting with the week of prayer for international missions. We share that our missions team has set a goal of $11,000 to give toward the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. And again, just quick recap, when we give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, that goes to the International Mission Board, which is part of the Southern Baptist Convention. But 100% of what we give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering goes to missionaries serving on the field around the world 
taking the gospel, the good news of Jesus to people who otherwise might not have an opportunity to hear that good news. And so they are ministering and serving and sharing the love of Jesus in just amazing ways all around the world. And so we set our goal for $11,000 this year, and we were able to meet that goal. And as of right now, we are sitting around $11,200 for that. And so just want to say thank you to our church family who has given to that offering. Uh, what a uh, what a great blessing that is, your generosity, your commitment to missions, that we are able to, as a church family, come together and support missionaries all over the world. And can I add one small thing? Go ahead. So the kids at the beginning of Lottie Moon season this year, um, I reminded them that they brought in $700 last year, but they had some big parent help. So they wanted to try on their own this year to beat that $700 and they keep bringing it in. Like it's still coming in. And I think we're up to around 750 that they have brought in on their own. So good job, kids. That's awesome. Yeah. And how were some of the, how did they kind of come up with some of that money? Do you mind? They started raking leaves. They made their little, they started little businesses like creating little stress balls with balloons and selling them and getting their parents to put it on social media. It was fully kid driven and they did a great job. So props to them. Yeah. Kids, our kids are leading the way on that setting, setting an example for us. So that's awesome to hear. Thank you, Crystal, for. My kids are more crooked. They just went and raided my, uh, my parents like change jar. (laughs) (laughs) We were at we were at my parents' house for Christmas, and they were like, hey, wait a second. You guys have a huge jar of coins. Hey, can we have this for our Lottie Moon offering? So, of course, the grandparents are like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. Right. That works, too. I mean, I did right? tell you them. Have not, you have not because you ask not. That's right. Yep. I mean, that might be, out, Peter that might be out of context, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They were proud when they brought it in on Sunday, Jonas. They did not tell me where they got it, though. <laughs> yeah. Came from a, a large, uh, like, really old-style, like, deli pickle jar that my parents just keep a bunch of spare change in. So That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, excellent. So we're excited about that. All those who gave to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, thank you for praying and giving toward that effort. Also, just a quick update. A little over a month ago, or about a month ago, we started um, asking as well for people if you wanted to give toward disaster relief with the tornadoes that came through the state of Kentucky. We had an opportunity for you to give that through the church as well. And I know that's in addition to what our church members have given and how you've served and donated goods elsewhere. But just through the church, we've been able to give over $2,000 to the KBC Disaster Relief Fund to help those who were impacted by those tornadoes. And so we just wanted to celebrate those two, those two uh, ways that we've been able to, to give and to, to partner with others in the mission that Christ has for us. So from there, though, uh, we also want to move along in announcements, thinking about those things that are coming up. We talked a lot about our student events last week. You can still find the information about those on our website. Go to vcbc.org, welcome tab, announcements. There's information about the ski trip coming up very soon. Uh, Check that out and sign up. If you're interested, Super Bowl party coming, uh, Disciple Now weekend coming, 
lots of things coming up there, but we also have a lot of things on the website as well for our kids ministry. And so Crystal, why don't you share a little bit with us about those opportunities coming up? So coming up really quick in February, we're going to be going to Clarity. So that's a Sunday night event. And that's one where parents just bring them and drop them off at Clarity, or you can stay and serve as a family. Um, This go around, we're really focusing on pantry packs for their clients. So the kids are currently collecting canned goods and boxed foods like mac and cheese, that kind of stuff. They can bring that in any Sunday morning to Sunday school, or they can bring it that night. And we're going to be writing little prayers on the cans and on the boxes and helping assemble those pantry packs. There'll also be a light dinner that night at Clarity. So, but that's a drop off or come and stay a bit. And then we have VBS coming up in July, July 10 through 14. So a lot of folks have already started signing up for that. If there's a place you know you want to volunteer in VBS, shoot me a message and I'll get you plugged in. And that'll be good. (laughs) And then um, we also have camp coming up. I'm sorry, Andrew. I don't know what you're doing. Like there was that thing you held up. Was that a pin? You were clicking. That was a pin. Like the one you're clicking. Oh, sorry. Okay. I'll set my pen down. I was really distracted. I was like, what is cute? I don't know what that means. (laughs) Okay. My pin has been set down. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. So VBS. Keep your hands where we can see them. Yeah. Mark your calendars. (laughs) Um, Crossings Camp is also coming. And that deadline for sign up and deposit is quickly approaching. That's March 1st. So that sign up is on the website. Go ahead and get that filled out. Put your deposit in so that you will have a spot. Um, So yeah, both of those things are amazing and I'm excited. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Crystal. That's a lot coming up for the kids kind of as they're serving at Clarity. We're going to be, we're going to be sharing this Sunday, even a lot about what Clarity is doing and ways that we can get involved and partner with them through prayer and in other ways. And so a great ministry there that our kids are able to, to be a part of. So all those announcements and more as always, bcbc.org welcome tab announcements page, go find those there. And that brings us then to the segment of the podcast where we always ask, did anything interesting happen to you this week? I don't believe anything interesting happened to me this week. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> enjoyed the snow. That's, yeah. that's about it over the last exciting, week or so. Exciting. Yeah. That's what it, yeah. That was what I was going to say too, was the snow was really the big one. It was good to, have our first big snow of the year and our last big snow of the year, hopefully. And we can move on to summer. No, (laughs) not true. Not true. There's more snow coming and there's going to be a lot. The woolly, the little woolly worms informed me earlier in the season that there's going to be lots of snow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that we can trust the woolly worms. So hopefully summer is on the way. The days are getting longer. Things are looking up. Mm. Groundhog Day is coming. Yahweh provides. Yes. All right. So not too much interesting going on other than those things we already talked about, uh, the shuffling we did on Sunday morning. And so we'll move along then to our closing question. And it is this. What is something that you enjoyed 
but really is ultimately kind of insignificant, but you discovered in 2021. And so thinking here, maybe a book, a band, a song, an app that you downloaded, product you discovered, could be anything. So like it's it's like this isn't a big deal. This isn't going to have a huge impact on anybody's life. But you know what? It made brought me some a little bit of joy. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, I can. Uh, of course, I'm a nerd, so I like to read. So, um, I read the book "Gentle and Lowly" by Dane Ortland in 2021. I would commend that yep. to anyone and everyone. So go grab that. Uh, I think I've even handed out copies of it to people this year. It's just, oh, I don't want to, I'm typically not prone to hyperbole, but it might be one of the best books I've ever read, ever. So, and I've read a lot of books. So, yeah, I would highly recommend that one. Mm, Music. I discovered a band called Gable Price and Friends this year. We've talked about them on the podcast before. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, I don't know if Zach has ever listened to them. I've been trying to get him to <laughs> for the last, <laughs> for the last six months. Um, so they're, they're good. And I, I think I could commend them to any listeners without fear or worry of any of the content They're They're not a worship band. I don't even know that I would say they're a Christian band, but they are a band that sings with Christian themes. So if that makes sense. So they're good. Uh, they're good. And um, I don't know. I was even looking through podcasts right now to see if I had anything. Um, I would, this might be kind of uh, in Crystal's wheelhouse. There was a podcast that came out this year called the family discipleship podcast. That yes. is uh, very good, very accessible for families that are looking for how to um you know, do be a little more intentional when it comes to the discipleship of their children. So, uh, I would I would commend that to families as well. So, I'm sure I could think of more, but those are just a few. Nobody wants to hear me ramble on. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff, Crystal. You got got any of those? Um, mine aren't nearly as good as Jonas's. I don't think. Um, I did really really enjoy the this past. Um, season of the great British bake off. It was by far my favorite of all of them. It was really, really good. However, in the grand scheme of things in the big picture, very little significance, but it was amazing. So there's that. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. I started baking things. Like I learned how to make this new kind of bread inspired by the bake off. Excellent. Excellent. So we'll have to start our cooking blog here, here soon at Valley Creek. That would be funny. Probably not. But yeah, for me, as I was thinking about that question, I had some kind of went to podcast as well. So one that I enjoyed this past year, uh, Russell Moore started a new podcast called the Russell Moore show periodically is doing a a segment or not segment, but he'll do episodes periodically where he invites people on to tell him 
where he's wrong and isn't allowed to argue with them or try to prove his point, but has to just ask questions to clarify their position and listen and learn. And I've really enjoyed that. I think it's pretty refreshing to hear people a novel who idea. <laughs> don't agree actually just <laughs> listening to someone else tell them where they're wrong and trying to learn from one another. So, so really enjoyed that one. And then music, um, don't expect uh, much uh, affirmation here, but Taylor's version of the Red Album, which was re-released, was great and brought me some joy. It was very good. So <laughs> I don't know anything about music, but I'm happy. There you for go. You. Yep, it was good. I've heard about it. Yep, but I've so never it, listened to it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if any of you are listening and you've got. Uh, something that you enjoyed in 2021, like the, along those lines, then, uh, you know, reach out to us, shoot us an email, uh, send us a Facebook message, let us know. We can maybe share some of those next week on the podcast. If we get some, some feedback, we can all kind of point each other in the direction of things that might, uh, that we might enjoy. And so it's a community. I, I love as much as I love recommending stuff, I love getting stuff recommended to me. So by all means, send them our way. Yep. Send them in. We look forward to hearing them. So yeah, I think that kind of wraps up what we have for today's show though. Any final or closing thoughts? Mm. I'm just all right then. Summer now after you, uh, yep. after you tease that a little bit. Yep. It is coming. Days are getting longer. At six, like twenty, it's not even. It's not completely dark. It's great. So wonderful. Yep. All right. Well, I'll pray for us, and that'll close us out for today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we can spend these few moments as we talk through the, some of the things that have gone on at Valley Creek and that are coming up at Valley Creek, and some of the ways that uh, we are experiencing new things, uh, even. Over the past year or so, God, we just thank you for the mercies that you give us that are new every morning, God, for your kindness to us, for the ways that you uh, have drawn us closer to you uh, over the over the recent years or recent year, the recent uh, months, even God. And we just pray that you'll continue to uh, work through your your people here at Valley Creek, that you would continue to help us to. Uh, be faithful to our mission to to love, live, and lead, to go out into this community and uh, show people what it looks like to to love you with all our heart and to love our neighbor, to love one another as we love ourselves. God, we pray that as we do that, that you would that you would bless those efforts and that others would come to know Jesus and to follow Him. It's in His name we pray. Amen.